chemistry of barrel-aging beer is actually not fully understood, but that doesn't lessen the magic that results from it. Letting the beer sit within barrels that once contained things like wine and whiskey, let the beer enter the porous nature of the wood and react with the wood, char, and remnants of the previous barrel's residents, making a truly unique beer. All delicate environmental things, like a temperature and humidity, make each barrel aging a one-off experience. Every year in Chicago, Illinois, hundreds of breweries come together to celebrate this art form at the Festival of Wood Barrel Aged Beer and compete in various style categories. This also gives us the opportunity to taste and enjoy a vast assortment of unique beers over this two-day celebration. Many of these beers to never be tasted again. I'm Andy Erickson, and on this episode of the Thirsty to Explore podcast, I'm talking with Ray Stout from the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild about the fest. We'll be discussing this year's festival, the art of barrel aging, how you can attend, and what the fest means to the community. Hello, thank you for joining me on this episode. Um, If you could give me an introduction of who you are and what you do for the fest, that'd be great. Sure. My name is Ray Stout. I am the executive director of the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild, and we are the trade organization that represents all the independent craft breweries here in the state of Illinois. And Now we're up to 302. And so uh, part of my role at FOBAB is FOBAB is our largest fundraiser. So we are responsible for uh, presenting this to the masses. And FOBAB is, for people who don't know? Uh, The FOBAB is the Festival of Wood and Barrel Aged Beer. Uh, The Wood W is silent. And it's the largest barrel aged beer festival in North America. So why is the W silent? I don't know. We couldn't figure out a good name for it with the W, I suppose. <laughs> I was looking at that today and I had that question. Um, <laughs> can you give me a little uh, bit of the history of the, the fest? Yeah. So FOBAP started 21 years ago and it, it started um, uh, as the brainchild of Pete Crowley, who at the time was the head brewer at Rock Bottom, who now uh, owns um, a, a couple of breweries in, in in the, the area so um haymarket brewery uh, brewing on the the west side of chicago as well as haymarket brewing in uh in, in michigan and so um you know it first came of uh, of an idea is that you know putting beer in barrels is a pretty unique and new thing and so um pete pete started the idea of hey you know wouldn't it be cool to have a festival and so asked a bunch of his brewer friends and you know, at the time, 20 years ago, there was just a handful of breweries in the state um, to if they were interested in this. And, and some jumped on and even places like Sam Adams sent, a, you know, a quarter barrel of Utopia, which is a very coveted beer. And so this really kicked off the first barrel aged beer festival of, of record. Um, and it has grown vastly in popularity. It was, you know, in, in the back room of, of Rock Bottom originally, then moved to the Plumbers Hall. Now we are at the UIC Credit One Arena because it has grown grown so big. And uh, where are you at today with uh, people coming? How many breweries and such? Yeah, so we traditionally have somewhere right around four hundred breweries, um, each bringing uh, you know, two two different beers, or you know, um, or 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 a variety of different beers across across styles. And so, you know, we expect to have somewhere in the neighborhood of of of, of you know, four to 800 beers that people can try, um, you know, that are also part of a competition, because that's an important piece of this, is that it's not just a beer festival, it is a competition. So people are bringing their best uh, crafted barrel-aged beers to to Chicago to be 
judged and tasted by, you know, thousands of beer enthusiasts. Is there qualifications for being a brewery to enter? Like, does it have to be in wood for a minimum amount of time or? Yeah, so it, it needs to be aged in wood. And, you know, so what that means is that, you know, we'll find that people use, you know, whiskey barrels or gin barrels or wine barrels. And so what's really, really unique about beer when you age it in wood, it picks up a lot of that, um, those characteristics more akin to like wine or or almost, you know, on, on the stout side, you know, almost like a port, like it gets, you know, a little sweeter and you pick up a lot of those barrel notes depending on what it's aged in. So, yes, that is the qualification. You need to be a an operating brewer um, with, you know, a licensed brewer. So you need a, a brewery. So this is not a homebrew competition. These are these are real breweries and um, you need to um, apply. And we have a pretty rigorous um application that folks need to to work through to make sure that we really are getting the best of the best um, because it is a festival that you know out of the nine thousand craft breweries across the united states you know a good chunk want to participate in and what are some of the uh divisions oh man so um you know the style categories go on and on but you know there there's wild beer brett beer um you know uh stouts um also last year for the first time we did barrel aged lagers um, you know, cider and meads and parries, you know, the, the list goes on and on. So pretty much every style of beer that you could imagine um, aged uh, in wood wood barrels. And when are the awards? You know, the, so Fobab is a two-day festival, um, Friday, November 3rd and Saturday, November 4th. The awards are given out Saturday, November 4th during that second session. Okay. And uh, as a ticket holder, what would I experience? Like, what would I get to do? So, you know, FOBAB is a pretty unique experience. And so we purposely put it in a very big location and only sell a handful of tickets. So we we limit our ticket sales. You know, we could sell way more uh, tickets, but we don't want people waiting in line. We want the, we want the experience to feel intimate. And so what you what you could experience is is as an opportunity to try beer that nobody in the world will be able to try. Right. People are bringing the best of the best of the best of barrel aged beer to Fobab. Goose Island is doing special releases of of their of their barrel program. Um, in addition to, you know, brewers from across the country bringing, you know, really unique beers. And, you know, Fobab is, is the on, only chance that a lot of people are going to have to try these beers. Um, so, you know, you'll you'll get a chance to, to, to interact with the brewers. You'll get a chance to sample beer from across the country and a very unique and, you know, intimate setting for, for a big location. So are most of the beers brought there, are they unique to just this year, the fest? Or, yeah, you know, um, a lot of times. So when you put a beer in a barrel, um, that is a one off experience. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what you, what you find a lot of times is, you know, brewers are bringing kind of single barrel concoctions that, that they have that they have made. And so what that means is that beer um, is never going to taste the same ever again and is never going to exist ever again. So um, that that's the unique experience of Fobab is really trying, you know, these one off um, beers that really, you know, focus on the artistry of, of, of the beer making process. And since, you know, you say these are more small batch kind of things, is there but you said there's also small attendance. Uh, do people run out a lot or is it just because since you said there could be up to 400 or higher <laughs> variety that maybe that's not an issue? It, it really, it really depends. And so, you know, after we announce those awards on Saturday, um, people tend to run 
to the, those those breweries that you know are still that still have the beer and so those beers tend to tend to run out but um, I have not met a single person in my life that has ever walked away from Fobab thirsty. <laughs> sure. I just started a way for everyone to help the podcast. If you enjoy Thirsty to Explore, please go to our page on coffee.com and there you can buy me a drink. By doing so, you can help us get to visit new breweries and make new friends who we might feature on a future episode of the podcast. Visit ko-fi.com slash thirsty to explore or thirsty to explore.com and look for the buy us a drink button. So if, if I'm a ticket holder, uh, do you, is there a commemorative glass or how does that yeah. work? So um, we, everybody receives a commemorative glass every single year. We're, we're coming up with a new design. So um, there's a new design and new glass every single year. And, you know, we find that a lot of people collect these things. So people bring some of their older glasses, which is pretty cool. And so some folks have, you know, a 20, 20 years worth of what a Fobab glassware. So, yep, you'll a ticket holders get a commemorative glass. They get a, you know, a, a, a map of, of the event site. Um, we're also have we're also having two lounges. So there's a longer lounge, which is going to provide, you know, um, lower ABV selections from, you know, across Illinois. Um, that you could try in one place. And also uh, Revolution Brewing is going to be hosting an NA lounge where they're going to be showcasing some of their hop water. So um, there's nice reprieves from the higher higher ABV beers. Barrel-aged beer tends to be higher. So, mm. you know, you know, people tend to enjoy maybe an ounce or two of each one of each each one of the servings and then, you know, mix it in with some hop water and mix it in with some lagers. So it makes for a really great experience. And you said the the lager lounge is Illinois breweries, but the competition isn't limited to Illinois, right? That's right. The lager lounge is Illinois breweries, but the competition is, is actually international. Um, you know, we, we usually have some brewers enter from, from Canada and some from Europe as well. Um, we're still, we're still accepting uh, applications now and we're going through them. So, um, but expect, you know, national flair, if not international flair at FOBAB. And do you guys have any kind of food options or entertainment that happens? Yeah, you know, there's a there's a live DJ and, you know, we try to make it fun and engaging for everybody. Um, you know, in terms in terms of food, there is there is food available uh, provided by by the the arena folks, you know. But at the end of the day, this this really is a, a festival that is 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 showcasing the the craftsmanship and artistry of, of wooden barrel aged beer. Sure. Uh, and any merch t-shirts or anything like that will be available oh, or not? Yeah, of, of course we'll have, uh, you know, every year we do a special Fobab t-shirt again, people tend to collect them. So, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a variety of, of merch that people can get, you know, between koozies and shirts and hats. And so, you know, um, people like to, to show off their Chicago beer colors. So we're going to give them every opportunity to do so. Sure. Um, and where can people get tickets? Yeah. So you can get tickets at Fobab.com. So that's F-O-B-A-B.com. And on there, they, you know, you'll find the frequently asked questions. You'll find more information about the style categories as well as the link to tickets. You, you guys, um, when I was doing some research on you, you talked about how you're a big revenue driver for the whole area when this fest happens. Um, and I like to talk to breweries about things that they can do in the area so um, that we could combine the two. And if someone was coming in for the whole weekend or even for a day in the area of the fest, like what else could they do? Restaurants or attractions or whatnot? Yeah. I mean, right. So it's on, it's on the West side of Chicago at the UIC credit one arena. So there, there, there are tons of great breweries on the West side. 
It's also pretty centrally located with the with the blue line. Um, so you could take that blue line pretty much from anywhere from downtown to O'Hare. And, you know, if people are coming in for the weekend, which people do make a pilgrimage to Fobab every year from across the United States, my my advice to them is to to check out the vibrant craft beer scene here, and, you know, especially in the Chicagoland area, you know. Within, you know, the square miles of Chicago, we have over 70 breweries. If you stretch it out a little more to the Chicago land area, we have 160, you know, independent craft breweries operating. So, you know, and all of them are, are winning awards on a national level. So we have a, a very robust craft beer scene here in Illinois and especially in the Chicago land area. So my, my advice to people would be to explore some of those unique breweries that, that are around. Um, has there been any surprise winners or any very unique entries that have, have caught you off guard in the past years? Um you know, there's there's obviously big names when it comes to barrel aging beer, you know, Lost Abbey, Revolution, Goose Island. And, you know, my, my favorite is when some of these smaller regional craft breweries win. So, you know, like um like a Whiskey Hill, um, which is in the, the western suburbs of, of, of Chicago wins, you know, that really puts a brewery on the map of a, a, a Fobab win is a pretty coveted piece of hardware in, in the brewery world. And, and it's showing people that you are doing things right. And you are doing things right in a style of beer that is really hard to do. And so, you know, we've had tons of Fobab winners really kind of jumpstart their 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 entire brewery on the backs of, of a win at Fobab. So um, my favorite is when some of the small guys wins, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and if you could barrel age any beer in, you know, whatever kind of barrel, what would that be? <laughs> so I, you know, I love a barrel aged stout. And yes, my name is really raced out. That's not my number. <laughs> um, you know, there's just something about it where it just kind of picks up some of, of, of those, those whiskey barrel notes, um, you know, and just kind of sits in there and you just, it really just builds just body and flavor. And like, you know, it's, it's the difference between, you know, for, for wine drinkers drinking, you know, a, a Cabernet or drinking a port, right. You, you get a lot of those richer, deeper notes out of, out of the beer because of the process. And, you know, a, a, a beautiful barrel aged stout is something that's right up my alley and something that I, I want to bring to the world because it's something that not a lot of people try. Not a lot of people have heard of barrel aged beer. And, you know, it's a style that we are doing incredibly well here in Illinois and mm-hmm. it's the reason why Fobab has become, you know, an international focal point um, of, of the craft beer world. Can you tell me, I mean, you kind of hit it on at the beginning, talking about the, the Brewers Guild and what you do for them. I know this is a big fundraiser kind of for them. Uh, what do you guys do as a mission as a, the Brewers Guild? Yeah, so the um, so the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild has been around since 1997. We are a nonprofit organization that's focused on um, legislative advocacy. So we spend a lot of time in Springfield fighting for um, laws that equal the playing field for small independent craft breweries. Uh, we spend a lot of time on education. So we hold conferences and educational seminars to for our brewers. So, you know, everybody can agree when craft beer gets better in Illinois, it gets better for everybody. And then um, promotion. So a lot of what we do is, you know, promote, promote this promote this awesome product across Illinois and across the country. So, you know, we do a lot of press. We talk about our breweries and we spend we, we stand up every year a, a passport program where folks can go around and get different stamps across the across the state um, and, and try different breweries and put in for prizes. So we're always running things like that. So, 
you know, promotion advocacy and education are kind of the cornerstones of, of what we do as an organization. So if the sky was the limit, where would you want to see FOBAB go in the next, say, like 10 years? You know, if sky, if sky the limit, I, I would just love to see more brewers and more individuals be able to experience what FOBAB is. And, you know, in doing it in a way that respects the beer and respects the audience. And so the worst thing that happens when you go to a beer fest is if you show up and there's a couple of hype beers there and there's just lines and you just stand around and wait and just kind of don't really have any direction or you know know what's going on but you're just standing in lines and so what i love about fobab and what wherever the next step is for for this festival is that keeping it um smaller and keeping it more intimate so people aren't waiting for beers and aren't just wandering around looking for things um, because it, it it is really an experience un, unlike any other beer festival. And so, you know, the only thing that that could make this better is probably a bigger a bigger location with 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 more brewers and more people. But, you know, I think we're a little bit off from the United Center at this point. So the Credit One Arena at UIC is, is a pretty good location for us right now. Um, is there any other thing that I might have not asked you that you want to make sure that people know about FOBAB? The, the thing that I would say about FOBAB is that it really is a, a once in a lifetime experience every single year. And so every brewery across the country is bringing unique beers and it, it's, it is the place to, to really try um, some of the most rare and coveted beers in the United States right in the west side of Chicago. I, I would say if, if folks are interested in getting tickets, get tickets early because the sessions do tend to sell out. And so um, if you are interested, please uh, go to fobab.com to, to check out um, the tickets and any questions that you may have should be answered right on the FAQ page. All right. Well, thank you for answering all my questions. Um, looking forward to getting to Fobab here in a couple months, not too far off. Yeah, and, no, it should, um, it should be great. Yeah. So hopefully I'll maybe see you around. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. Come say hi. I sure will. All right. Bye. If you enjoy Thirsty to Explore, please be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast streaming service and rate and comment if you are able. This is a great way to stay up to date with new episodes dropping and to help other people learn about us. The Thirsty to Explore podcast is part of Brewerism.com, where you can search a database of over 11,000 breweries worldwide to help you find your next brewery destination with information submitted by users who have visited before you to help you plan your trip. I'd like to again thank Ray from Fobab for talking with me. Thirsty to Explore is hosted, written, and produced by me, Andy Erickson. If you have any questions, please email me at podcast at thirstytoexplore.com or visit thirstytoexplore.com for more information about the podcast and links to our social media accounts as well as links to Brewerism. Until the next episode, please remember to travel frequently, drink responsibly, and love generously. Thank you for spending time with us.